Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 106 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Hello, everyone. And joining us for the second week of, I called it this last time, guys, we, we, uh, we didn't record the first run of this. Just a little peek at the inside baseball that, that we've got going on here. Uh, but the second guest of our guest bonanza, Alex Teamy. Yes, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you for joining us. Uh, it's going to be a good show. I feel it. From that little dry run we just did, I, I think we've got a good show ahead of for you guys. Oh, yeah. So, uh, That's great. So, yeah. Uh, let's just dive right into it. Our main topic of the week. Our favorite films based on true stories, part three. Uh, the first one we've done since season one, so hopefully we're going to bring some new perspectives, some some new films for you. Um, and I definitely did that because I'm picking two films from 2017. So The Big Sick. It's a really good movie. Oh, I agree. <laughs> David. <laughs> It's looking at me like I just heard you say all of this. Uh, yeah, but The Big Sick, it's really great. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, based on the story of him and his wife, Emily Gordon, um, the way it, when she went into a coma and uh, him meeting her parents. And again, so some of this stuff is, is a little dramatized. It's not all true. It's based on a true story. It's What's the thing The Stranger says? inspired by true events you know that that horrible way they get around it <laughs> they get to say that it's kind of based on a true story it's really Next not memorial day is thrown in there something like that you know if they have flag day in there you know flag day is a true event so i guess based on that <laughs> maybe you let that one swing through love that workaround love it i'm writing that one down it's a good one uh but yeah i i love it i love camille nagiani's performance love holly hunter love uh Ray Ray Romano. Hey, I'm Ray Romano. <laughs> That's my Ray Romano voice, I guess. <laughs> hey, <was> so <laughs> hey, we gotta take care of the kids. <laughs> oh, I don't know yeah, when he no, says that. No, That's no. not a thing he's ever said. I like this movie a lot. It's one of the best one-liners of 2017. Uh, mm. when when the parents are talking, like first medium, and they're sitting in the hospital. The nine eleven joke. Yeah, so not the nine eleven joke. That, that's one of the best one liners. Of say, so, oh, he's like, oh man, he lost a lot of good people that day, and the parents are just looking at him like, what? He's like, I'm, I'm joking. You know, like, calm, calm down. And they're like, oh my god, thank you so much. And that's the thing that I love about it is Camille Mangiani's humor and his his comedic style is so present here um, that you, you just love it. You just love it. It's a laugh out loud. It's a make you think. Well, not really make you think. It's a make you cry. It's a make you laugh. Definitely make you feel a whole range of emotions. A whole range. Even anger. Yeah, anger's in there. Parents on parents on both sides. Yeah. And he's great in, uh, he's great in Silicon Valley. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that one. I'm not. Might already have the answer here. <laughs> I, but I, I will watch not it. Seen Silicon Valley, but I hear there's five seasons now. Yeah, I believe, I believe there's five seasons. <laughs> it's something that I have to get on. I gotta get on it. I 
We're gonna have to get on that one. All right. Yeah, David, would you like to to share your your first pick? Yeah, I'm gonna go with a little movie called The Infiltrator. The Infiltrator. Oh, okay. It's Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting because Brian Cranston, you know, has been playing Walter White, drug lord, meth, meth, you know, and then he switches over into this FBI agent who is the infiltrator, who he basically goes undercover into the the drug trap trafficking Colombian drug cartel, and he puts on a great performance. Um, it's, the entire movie is very tense, like like you're like you're sitting through like the movie thinking, oh crap, is this gonna work out? Is it gonna happen? Are all the marbles gonna fall in place, or is the entire thing gonna blow up? And it, overall, just a great, great overall movie. It had the action, it had the suspense, great, great dramatization of the events. And, and that at the end, they had like the little through the credits, they had those little like the picture of the real guy, and then like what he's doing now, or if he's deceased. Like, oh yeah, that so, that like, good oh, stuff. Yeah. That, that always, that always like. <laughs> Like puts the nice finishing touch. If it's gonna be based on a true story, that nice finishing you have to have the the ending credits have the where are they now? Yeah, that's absolutely the best. It makes it feel like so much more human. Like they're real people, not just a story. Yeah, I agree. All right, so I'll go next. Yeah, Uh, go for it. So I think I have a list of three written down. Um, I think my number one favorite, based on a true story, is Pursuit of Happiness. That one just tugs at the heartstrings. Seeing and Will Smith is one of my favorite actors of all time, if not my favorite. Probably also my favorite rapper. I'll throw that in. Uh, you should check out his SoundCloud. <laughs> that was just all crazy, right, you know? Goes, it's just a tale of you know, hard work breeds success, and he had a terrible, you know, he had terrible circumstances, but and he had his, you know, he had his kid. He had to bring around with him. That makes him sound. That makes him sound like I hate kids, but you know, he has. <laughs> It, it wouldn't be the first time something like that's probably been said on the podcast. We've been doing this for three years. I'm sure one of us has said something like that. Yeah, that's a, that's that's probably my number one favorite, though. All right, I, I do enjoy the pursuit of happiness. Will Smith, I think he does really well in that uh, role. Yeah, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so it's hard for me to say. I know he does the Rubik's cube thing, right? He like yep. solves the Rubik's cube in the back of the car in front of the executive where he's trying to find a job, and he is uh, starting out selling the uh, medical device sales, which is what I do. And he yeah. just has tons of them sitting in his apartment. That's exactly my situation right now. So oh. I don't have a I don't have a little kid though. I have a, <laughs> I have a girlfriend who looks like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, man. Shout out to Maddie. She's in the other room right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll do my second one. Uh, I, I picked one that was a little lighthearted, and then I picked one that is uh, super depressing. So here we go. Uh, Detroit from last year. Uh, it's the Catherine Bigelow directed uh, about the uh, the uh, Algiers Motel incident in Detroit in the I, 1960s. I really want to see this one. I remember seeing the trailers for it, but I never got around to actually going out and seeing it. It's yeah, same. good, man. It's haunting, you know? <laughs> like, I guess it depends on where you're coming from before seeing this movie, but 
but it, man, it's it's haunting. <laughs> um, I forget the name of the actor. Let me look that up right now, actually. But uh, wow, you, John Boyega. Well, and, yeah, uh, John Krasinski were in it. Yeah, yeah, John Boyega is uh, one of the uh, security workers who goes to help the cops during the event, and um, he he turns in an amazing performance. John Boyega is really amazing. He's one of our best right now. He he's he's gonna go places. I think I think this Star Wars guy might go places. You know, that's <laughs> who you say far uh, far away. Yeah, like maybe yeah. But, uh, oh my goodness, now I'm going to lose the kid's name. But there, there's one police officer who is just absolutely awful. <laughs> and, is he the uh, police officer in Game Night? Yeah, no, no, no. Will Poulter is his name, and he had been in, like, Maze Runner and stuff like that before. Uh, he was in We're the Millers. He, he's the main kid in We're the Millers. <laughs> um, but in, in this movie, he is turns in such a, a menacing but also self-righteous performance that it is just haunting. It's haunting. Um, I, I really did love this movie. It's a movie that I might never watch again because it's just so... It's one of those movies that it's just so hard to watch knowing that this all happened. And it, it's it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> It's one of the actors in that was uh Algie LG Smith and he was actually born in Saginaw, Michigan. Oh Shout really? out Saginaw. Shout out to the Saginaw. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Great uh, fun fact, Alex. Uh, yeah, he's, he, you're bringing the fun facts today. I'm I'm enjoying this. Every now and then. <laughs> All right. flavors over here. <laughs> Alright, David, what what do you got for us? Uh my second movie is a classic. A class. Very. I I hear this this movie was based on true story, but the the man who this movie is based off of says, you know, it's it a pretty good movie, but my, my life is even crazier. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, do we know what movie I'm talking about? I absolutely know what movie you're talking about. We've We're talked talking about, about <laughs> yeah, The Wolf on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, what what a movie! What it's a, a wild one. ride of. Excitement, drugs, <laughs> failure, happiness, sadness, just just an all-out amazing performance by Leonardo DiCaprio. So you know like, when uh, Leo DiCaprio, you know when he, here's another fun fact, you know when he throws, I guess, sort of connection, he throws the little person through the uh, target in that and like in through yes. the bullseye? So I know the girl who's dating him. Uh, yeah, I went on a date with his current girlfriend when I was a sophomore in high school. Hilarious. We were in Nashville, Tennessee, and she's from New York. Yeah, long story. That's really interesting. Huh. Yeah, crazy. Small world. Yes, so it is. So when I found out he was in that, I was like, what? And then I felt things, <laughs> by extension. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love you, I love you, I definitely like him. <laughs> that is a reach if I've ever heard it. <laughs> like, Leonardo DiCaprio's, like, when he's all looted up and he's trying to leave the hotel to get to his car, he should have, like, I can't believe he didn't get an Oscar for that performance. Like, yeah, like, it was. Now I'm interested in what he did win that year, which I will look up right now as we're talking. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, Leo's been so good for so long that the fact that he won for The Revenant, which is a good performance, 
also another Jim. great movie based on a true story. Um, it that he didn't that he won for that and not uh, like you said Wolf of Wall Street, which I do think he should have won for. Um, it, it's it's all politics, man. It's all all right. Well, you didn't get one yet. Here you go. You get an award now, and you get an award now. All right. Well, you've had an award. Unless you're Meryl Streep, then you get a nomination every year. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, 2014 Best Actor, Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club, which I didn't see. Aaron says it sucks, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I just haven't watched it. Noted. Alex, would you like to talk about your second and, and yep. third, I guess? Absolutely. Second pick and third pick. So second pick, actually, uh, this, is, this is my third pick, but we're going to skip over it. It's The Conjuring, like you had said earlier. Oh, yeah, there, oh. We go. And again, there we go. Loosely based. Yeah, but, loosely based. And, I, and I'm a, I, I hate, I don't hate, I am very, very scared of horror movies. I'm a big chicken with horror movies. Okay. Oh. My girlfriend and her family all love them. But Conjuring oh. is one where it's like, it just keeps me, it keeps me there. That, so that so you, had, you had a name up, you're like, oh, man, like. I'm gonna see this scary movie. Like I'm not afraid. I have been always honest about who I am. Anybody who asks, I'm I'm scaredy cat. I do not. Uh, I don't handle it well. I'm the guy who's screaming and kicking their legs at the movie theater. Uh, American Sniper is my second one though. Okay. American Sniper. Chris Kyle. It just makes me man. And then the dramatic ending where they had no music because it's so familiar to have music during the credits and not having any music. So it's just ghostly quiet and you have to really think about the ending and everybody's really respectful they just leave you with it it's like boom yeah. right well, what do you do now such uh... a heavy part after and it was after such like an epic movie just intense and adrenaline pumping and then just to leave it you know onto that really somber note man that one was that was hard and it kind of kind of makes you think about you know the vets and all that you kind of hear about the suicide rates and stuff like that but then you really start thinking about it a little bit and that one is definitely second pick for me. A lot of impact on that. Yeah, I I have yet to see it, but when I start going through Clint Eastwood's movies, I'm I'm definitely gonna catch that one. But yeah, all right. Well, we uh, we've we've done it. We've talked about our favorite movies based on true stories for the third time. Probably not the last, if this podcast has taught me anything. So let's move on then. Upcoming movies of the week. Sicario, Day of the Soldado, is, I'm assuming how you pronounce it. As we all know, I can't pronounce anything. Why do I host this show? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have not seen the first Sicario, so I I need to catch that before this one, even. Um, Neither have I, but on Facebook, they keep, um, like, like, you know, I'm getting all these ads like, oh, this one studio just rated this movie so highly. You have to go see this movie. Like the spam. It's like the mm-hmm. like oh like you know how it's like they always found the one like small like viewing audience that was like, oh hundred percent and then like everyone else is like eh. yeah. I feel like I don't know. I remember seeing the trailer for this and I'm like okay, it looks like looks like a good movie. Like I I could be into it, but then the one scene comes up when he, <laughs> he pull like you know exactly what scene I'm talking about, Jake. He pulls out his gun. And he puts like, the he finger did... in the trigger. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, what's the point of that? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, is that like more efficient? Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out why. Why would one man do this? 
but you know i can't i can't own. answer that for you i and he's got this like smirk look he's like he's like looking on his phone like that and then it just cuts i'm like wow i think i need like i i hope in every gunfight that's how he shoots like his head behind a car pops out if i watch if i watch the original and he doesn't do that i'm turning it off as i see him fire a gun otherwise but that's... I think it was a good uh, marketing strategy for them to not put... They must have known they had... Well, obviously, they knew what sales were for them, but they must have had relatively low sales to not put the number two after. Because so, I didn't know it was a sequel, mm. and so I was looking into it. And at first, when I walked by the poster at the movie theater, I saw it, and I honestly thought it was like some kind of Danny Trejo, adrenaline machete type thing, right. and I wasn't interested. And then when you guys told me that I was coming on the podcast, I looked at, that, at your uh, script of what we were going to be talking about, and I looked at this trailer, and I was like, wow, all right, this actually looks pretty good. It feels like Mr. and Mrs. Smith vibe, but, like, actually serious, not Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. feels like it's, you know, FBI versus assassins almost versus, like, you know, cartels. So that one, this might be on my uh, go-see list. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with you there. I think there's, like... There, there's something in there that, like, at least we have Benicio Del Toro, he, who's a fantastic actor. You have Josh Brolin, who's also really great. Um, Catherine Keener, who is riding a big wave recently, actually, with Get Out and Incredibles 2 and now this. Like, all right. Doing well for herself. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I can't say I'm super excited, but I will definitely check it out as soon as I see the original. Um the original is extremely critically acclaimed. It's, it's uh, Denis Villeneuve who directed and wrote, or did he write? I think he just directed. He directed Arrival. Um, and then I think he directed and wrote Sicario. So people love it, and I just haven't gotten around to it. But we'll see. Maybe that might change. Man. Arrival, now that was a movie. Ooh. Have you guys seen that one? Oh, yeah. We, we, love, we love Arrival here at this podcast. That was Goosebumps. That yeah. Was and, crazy. And, this, and this podcast, we, talk, we, we hold Arrival very highly. Very high. <laughs> I, I own two copies of Arrival, if you're wondering. Two Blu-rays. Why, Seriously? Why, yeah, why is that again? Because I bought one, and then my, my friend Brad got me a copy for my birthday because i said bro we need to see this movie because all right bro we'll see it i'm like and i told him i'm like yo i own it he's like all right dope and he bought me a copy and like i looked at him I'm like thanks and i just i just still have it so i have two copies there we go let's talk about the one that looks uh not as good as sicario but i'm still gonna <laughs> go me? see it uncle You're still, drew you are very oh i absolutely i'm still gonna see this there's no doubt in my mind that I will see this, hate it, but still be like, okay, because Tiffany Haddish is in it, and that's all I need. <laughs> Lil Ray Howard, he's funny. Shaq, I guess. I don't know. I See, my problem is that these the started out as commercials, and I like the, commer- like the Pepsi commercials, right? Uncle Drew's a Pepsi commercial? Yeah. And I I enjoyed the commercials. But, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. But now there's like, oh, we gonna do the full movie? We're gonna get some stupid humor in it. Like kids are gonna love this. <laughs> it God. almost feels like a, like a Tyler Perry House of yeah. Mania type vibe, 
and that's kind of what I'm what I'm not liking about it is those movies just feel like cheap and almost like where Kevin Hart's movies started to transition to. Um, thankfully, The Rock is getting out of that rut where it's just kind of like the cheesy, boring humor type. Yeah. Know. Yeah, especially this new night school with Kevin Hart that just also doesn't look very great. Um, I, I think it gets to a point, especially with people like Kevin Hart, and I'm assuming Tyler Perry, where they can just make so much money, they're like, okay, we don't need to try that hard, <laughs> you know? They just Yeah, they have that star power and that name recognition where they're always going to yeah. people coming out for them. I, now, that being said, Uncle Drew has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes as of now. Now, no that being way. said, there's only three reviews, <laughs> so... <laughs> But uh you know you know what I would have rather preferred what's rather that than, rather than Uncle Drew a like Mike 3 like yes oh my god there was a I two like, there's like Mike 1 and then like Mike 2 is streetball and I own both of them it's it's with the, the like Mike 1 was with the rat or no 2 was with the rapper little oh little bow wow little bow wow yeah both of those movies highly acclaimed by by myself so obviously they're highly acclaimed by everyone else but um what about a space jam too i much would have rather preferred a like my three rather uncle drew but you know what 66 percent if i get if i get in the mood maybe i guess maybe i'll have to see this movie i'll see your like mike three and raise Uh. you space jam two yeah, oh. and okay, you know who's gonna who's gonna star in Space Jam too? It's highly debated. Now, James. That yeah, is I think it actually is debated. LeBron James. Like they are making a, a they are making a uh, Space Jam too. I believe that that's in the talks right now, and that's just the point where we've gotten in Hollywood, I guess, where I made a joke about Space Jam two, and then two minutes later I was like, oh wait, they're really doing that? <laughs> like, oh god. So, who knows? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, that those are the upcoming movies of the week. Not a big week, but don't worry. Next week we got Ant Man. That's gonna be good, hopefully. Ooh. Uh, guys, what have we been watching lately this week? David, do you and I have any shared ones this week? We do. We do. Alex, have you seen this little movie called The Incredibles Two? Oh man, better than The Incredibles one, in my opinion. Oh wow, okay, all right, all right, we're getting off. We're getting off. Get the nostalgia <laughs> out of here. That movie is going on my top animated list, probably number, number two, two or three of all time. Yeah, number two is. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Here we go. I was hoping you had seen it. I didn't realize you had oh, yeah. that strong of a reaction to it, but this is great. I I, I also I was, love. I love The Incredibles too. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as the first one. I will say it's Pixar's best movie since Toy Story 3, excluding Inside Out, because Inside Out, I love. Um, but yeah, David, what, what do you think? I enjoyed it a ton, and there's only one nitpicky thing I had with it. It was with, I don't know, are we spoiling it or not? No, let's, let's, not, let's not no. do spoilers. Okay, I, I, I love the movie. But I was like, are they going to do this one thing? And I'm like, ah, oh, they did it. Not a 4.5. It's now a 4, but it's still a good movie. I enjoyed it. No, Jack-Jack was great. 
Oh, Jack-Jack is the highlight of the movie, right? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay. That was all of the scenes that he was in, I was really looking forward to. Just hilarious. Over-the-top hilarious. Especially... Edna. Great. Edna was great, Edna, too. Edna's great, too. Yep. Um, I, I'd say the highlight of the whole movie, which is... I don't want to say sad, but it's just like... It, it's It's pretty early on. But it is the the raccoon scene, which I won't say much more than that, uh, for people who haven't raccoon seen this. Scene. Yeah, that was that was so funny. The raccoon scene. Uh, yeah, but it, but good, Incredibles two. That that's a very big endorsement from all three of us. If you have not seen the Incredibles two yet, please go see it. It's uh, the best animated movie in a long time. So support the that. Short, the short at the beginning of that. Did you guys catch <laughs> oh that? Yes. Yes. The short. Man, that was. Are we? Can we spoil that one? I, yeah. Let's. Let, I. You know, we can spoil how it made us feel because yeah, it that, destroyed me. There's a. There's a certain part where there is somebody walking out of a door. Yeah. <laughs> and the mom just. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, Jay yeah. was crying in the movie game. Oh my god, it was so bad. Turn over, and I, I'm like, are you crying? Just about, oh my god, oh my god, that's what I'm at. Well, it was, it was, it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm with David, you know, I'm with my, I'm with my bro, I need to like not cry at this, and then, and then it's, it, it's like not the final shot, but the one right before it, and I was just like, I can't, I can't hold it back, and then my, my sister was there too, and one of her friends, and one of her friends looked over at me like, are you crying, and I'm like, Ugh! and then it all emptied out of me, I was like, yes, like, oh my god, how could you not, it's so sad, but also happy. I, I enjoyed the short for what it was, but I was not. It, it put me in a very interesting mood in order to move it. And then it's like, okay, now the Incredibles. But I'm yeah. to like be happy and watch the Incredibles after this. <laughs> yeah, I thought that the too. It's like on it didn't match up. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, all right, kids, now go watch the Incredibles. <laughs> like, oh wow, yikes. Um, all right. Well, let me let me mention two other 2018 movies. Uh, that I saw this week. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Alex, have you seen this one? No, really excited for it, though. Okay. Definitely going to go see it in the next coming days. I'd recommend it. If you're excited for Jurassic World, you'll like it. I did like this movie, but it was one of those feelings where, like, in the middle of it, I'm like, uh-oh, I shouldn't like this, but I like it. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, all right. I, I feel weird liking this. Um, it... How do you feel about Jurassic World, Alex? And David? Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Chris Pratt, obviously. I've watched him since... Uh, what was the first thing I saw him on? Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. And ever like his his development on that show as, an, as a character and as an actor, just it was amazing. And then, obviously, we move into uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And so everything he's in now, it just seems to be a hit for me. So I don't know if it's just him as a person or just the projects he's getting involved in. He's extremely so charismatic. As, yeah, he is, he's amazing. And even with that one movie uh, with Jennifer Lawrence when they're in space. Oh, Passengers. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Passengers. That was a little straightforward of a movie, but I like that one a lot, too. Okay. Yeah. I. Jurassic World is a Jurassic World sequel, or it's a Jurassic Park sequel, and that the logic makes less and less sense with every new movie. 
but in the end, you're still just like, okay, just show me a dinosaur. And then they show you a dinosaur, and you're like, all right, that's all I needed. <laughs> like, it's, it's hard for me to hate this movie. I, I see so many people uh, writing reviews for it or talking about it online, and like, oh, it, it's awful. It's the worst Jurassic Park World movie. I don't think it's the worst Jurassic Park movie. I think 3 is the worst. And then yeah. this is right above 3 for me. Or maybe even a little bit more. I just, I don't like 3. But I'd say it goes Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Because I actually, watching this one reminded me of how much I actually liked Jurassic World. Like there's a couple of those nostalgia shots that you get. Where they're like walking through the park again. And you're like, oh yeah, I, I like Jurassic World a lot. Um <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, and then it's Jurassic Park 2, and then this one. Um, there's stuff to like. It's just buried under weird, weird plot developments that make very little sense. But, at the same time, they're showing you a dinosaur. So, I don't know. That's all I can really show, say about it. Show Jake a dinosaur. Show me a dinosaur. <laughs> exactly. Um... Yeah, and of course Chris Pratt, um, Bryce Dallas Howard, both the fun, pulpy action heroes that you, that you need. So, also, mm, I'm, I'm going to call BS on one thing, though. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, criminally underused. Remember when the trailer came out and everyone was like, oh, I hope he's not only in the courtroom scene. That's all he's in. It's like, oh, good, good. Glad, glad we wasted Jeff Goldblum on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, then, second or third movie here, and I will censor the name of this one because there's a swear in the title. But that's all right. It's Izzy Gets the F*** Across Town. Yeah. Uh, nice little indie movie. It's not anything amazing. I was super hyped for this when I first saw a trailer. It's that blend of mumblecore mixed with uh the punk attitude mixed with Mackenzie Davis I guess that I was just I was very excited to see this um I was hoping for something along Francis Ha slash Mr. Roosevelt quality but in the end it wasn't quite that high but Mackenzie Davis really great in it um she delivers a really good performance uh, especially near the end and it's a little pretentious, but I don't know. I, I think this movie could have done with one or two more rewrites to really fix all of the the plotting that, that feels super weird in this. Um, if, they, if they could have just rewrote it just one or two more times just to smooth it all out, I think there was something really good buried here. But, you know, this is the movie we got. And in the end, I'll rewatch it. I think it's fine. Um, so, yeah. Have you guys seen uh, Tag? I have seen Tag. I, I really like Tag. That was awesome. Just uh, have you, uh, then the, that man, that man, maybe could be my top three uh, based on a true story movies. There you go. <laughs> I, all right. I, I love all those actors, and that one was that was great. Yeah, Tag is real good. Um, David, uh, I did not, I did not see Tag, but what have you seen, uh, David? I, I I saw a few things this week. Tell me about them. I saw uh, Game Night. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I love Game Night. Game Night. Uh, that it gave it gave me a um. What what's the movie I'm thinking of right now? Date Night. 
date night thank you it gave me a date night vibe but game night i was like okay i'm gonna watch this with my mom pretty funny though my mom was cracking up throughout the movie it's like she likes it got got a couple good jokes it was enjoyable nice wholesome yeah well (laughs) yeah i don't know if wholesome is the right word oh my god it made me laugh and so i enjoyed game night I want. Let me think. What I just want to mention. I, watched... I just want to mention real quick the scene that gets me. I've seen this movie three times now because I just rewatch it with people because I'm like, oh, you haven't seen Game Night? Oh, we gotta watch this. Uh, but the scene that gets me every time is when um, Rachel McAdams is, is dancing around the bar with the gun because she doesn't realize it's uh, it's a, not a fake uh, gun and like pointing it at people's faces and it's just that perfect blend of dark humor with just silly weird antics that really. Really, really made me crack up. I love that movie. Um, so, continue. Uh, I watched an episode of Pawn, Pawn Stars because... Oh, yeah. Um, one, one of the people who was on Pawn Stars has recently passed. Yeah, the old man. The old man. That's what now, they I'm call not, him. I'm, I'm not... Say, I want to <laughs> say old man, but, like, I, like, I felt that, like, that's what they called him. That's what they called him. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, i got to watch an episode of Pawn Stars. And I was like... Man, this show wasn't that good, but rest no. in peace. Now, rest in peace. Did did I ever tell the story on the podcast where so for a long time when so yeah it was before David and I moved in together. Um, Aaron and I, when we would finish the podcast, Aaron and I would like watch movie trailers and just watch weird videos on the internet after the podcast. But then he'd go to bed and I'd be like, okay, and it would always be around the same time. And I'd be like, well. I'm not tired yet. I need to work in the morning, but I'm like, let's just see what's on. And without a doubt, Pawn Stars would be on at 1.30 and 2 a.m. in the morning. And I would watch like three episodes before I went to bed. So I've seen a lot of Pawn Stars in my day. And let me tell you, not a good show, but I'm always just interested to see what they bring in. I'm like, ooh, this vintage baseball cards or whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't care about baseball that much, but I am interested in these cards. Yeah, so. and then I also watched an episode of The Bachelorette. I'm sorry. Because yeah, <laughs> I know it was awful. No, sometimes so before, like when the seasons of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette started, mm-hmm. sometimes with my group of friends, we'll make like a bracket, like a like a like, and we'll have we'll make bets and place like whose bracket, so what chick or what guy is gonna win. But I mean, I haven't done it in a couple of years. And I was at home because my little sister had to cut my hair today, and they were watching The Bachelorette. I was like, "Uh, this is awful. What? How, like, how do they keep making like series upon series upon episode? I, I don't know. I don't know what." Who, the but who was. do you think's gonna win this year, David? Come on, you've seen more than I have. I'm assuming more than Alex has seen. Tell us yeah, who. hundred percent more. T- yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even know all the guys' names because it's. It's a bachelorette, so like all the guys are trying to compete. But the girl right. is so last, so the last bachelor, mm-hmm. she she was chosen by the guy, right? So the guy, she was like the final pick, and yeah. they got engaged. And then two weeks later, he's like, "Nah, I don't want to marry you. I want to marry this other girl." Breaks up with her and marries the second place girl instead of her. It's cold. It's, it's ice very cold. Drama <laughs> filled. And so now she's like, now she's on the Bachelorette, and 
I, there's this male model, and I don't think he's going to win. I think this um, – I think I think Jeff Jeff's gonna win. He Jeff. was a venture capitalist. Oh, okay, okay. Good old venture capitalist. Venture capitalist Jeff. Well, Jeff, God bless you. I hope you win the Bachelorette this year. And uh, now, what if the plot twist of the season is that that guy from last season comes in? and He's like, I want to marry you now. Uh, I mean, like it's all it's all oh. scripted, right? I mean, like I figure it's all, it all it's is. All yeah. So, like, what if they're just turning it into like some soap opera type convoluted storylines <laughs> that'd be great uh all right so alex do you want to talk a little bit about what you've been watching recently yeah westworld uh last okay. night yeah today or no yeah last night so sunday night westworld finale season two Ooh. that one can't spoil it for anybody because this <laughs> one is that show just has so many plot twists on plot twists and things to think about and then things that even the most crazy Reddit theories or internet theories that you can view are still not crazy enough for some of the things that they do in that show, <laughs> season one and season two now. Um, unfortunately, it's going to be probably two years for season three to come out because they have their Game of Thrones or Westworld kind of competing year to year. Mm. or uh, Sorry, not competing year to year. Um, so I watched that. That was great. Um, you, and then, you told me about Westworld. You wanted me to get on that, right? Yeah. If you have not seen Westworld, I have the highest recommendation for that show. I've Ooh. I've been lucky enough to not be spoiled for Westworld. Neither have I. Yeah. So. So I I need to. From Reddit. Yeah. yeah. I I need to get on that before before that bubble breaks because you know there's always that tension for a film or for a TV show. When you can tell when the spoiler bubble is about to break, and I don't think Westworlds is is close yet, but it's I think it, it's coming in due time is what I can yeah, say. Yeah, it just that. doesn't have the uh, the popularity that like Avengers or Game of Thrones has. Right. But, so it's gonna be a little bit a little oh, thicker bubble to pop. When Avengers came out, like that was day one. I couldn't believe it. I well, the I don't feel so good memes. Yeah, out in full they, they were everywhere, and it was also I I hate this new thing that Twitter. I don't know if it's just Twitter. It might be Reddit too, that they're doing where it, it, it's not even the website. It's the people on it who are doing this spoil a movie without context. I'm like that's still a spoiler, like. It's it's annoying, but just stop doing that, internet, please. Thank you. All right, continuing. Anything else? Um, not really recently. Not within the past week. I guess some uh, movie shows I've seen in the past month or two that I've been excited for are uh, Altered Carbon. It was okay. Okay. Um, it was better than I expected. I expected it to just be very, very mediocre, but ended up being a little bit better than I thought. Um, if you're bored, I'd say it, but not a super high recommendation. Okay. Black Mirror, um, the latest season, Black Ooh. Mirror. Everybody Ooh. loves Black Mirror. I, yeah. You guys, I stopped yeah. after the San Junipero episode because I'm like, it doesn't get better than this. <laughs> so I just that was, stopped. That was such a happy episode. Yeah. So, like, just, <laughs> oh man, swelling of the heart. That one was great. That, that's, Don't get yeah. me on my Black Mirror. David, uh, lo- David loves Black Mirror. So does Aaron, but I mean, Ooh. I'm going to say Aaron's not here, but yeah, I... I want to keep going, but at the same time, would you say to keep going? Does it? I would definitely say to keep going. Season three, pretty great. Yeah. Yes. It it follows the formula of 
of obviously technological. That's the whole point of the show, but it, it follows a formula of not San Junipero where it was happy. They're yeah. All depressing, all significantly <laughs> horrifyingly depressing. Yeah. I, I, I can get down with that. I mean, I love the Christmas episode too. That's my second favorite. I'd Black, say Black Christmas. Yeah. Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? I don't know what it's called. Anyway, no, uh, no. Actually, my second favorite is uh, the one with Toby Kebble. Um, your before your eyes or whatever your entire life before your eyes, where they have like the yeah, contact the lenses. Oh my, god. oh my god, that episode oh. messes me oh. up. <laughs> you can block people and it just was a fuzzy mess. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. Okay, so Black Mirror, awesome. Uh, any anything else? Uh, last one that I've been that I liked probably saw it two months ago, maybe a month or two ago now was Mindhunter on Netflix. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen this. It I have not seen. I mean, I've seen it. FBI right. and serial killers. Um, that one's man. That one's thought provoking. That one's pretty crazy. I know when it first hit, everyone was like, "Ooh, ooh, Mindhunter, we gotta get on this." So I hear it was very accepted by the Netflix community. I'm glad that you liked it. The Netflix community. <laughs> It's a community. I, no, I know. I've just never heard it put that way. The Netflix community. I like it. I will continue to use it. But good because you have to you have to go at David every single time. At, say that at, what? Yeah. So the Netflix community at David. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> like, really. APA formatted. Yeah. Give give my sources. All right. Well, that's what we've been watching. But guys, let's move on to our guest spotlight, Alex. Woo! Whoa, whoa, David's hi- David's hyping us up whoa. a lot. I don't know. <laughs> all right, the, pres- the pressure's on, Alex. Uh, pressure's right. big time on. So mostly, just want to talk to you about, about what you love about film, uh, what, what you're really looking for in movies, what some of your favorite movies are, um, that sort of thing. Just just talking about your personal tastes and uh, what, what film means to you and, and what mostly yeah just what you're looking for uh so what maybe just start with your favorite films so uh my favorite films um this is in i hesitate to say in order because sometimes you think about one from you know 10 years ago that you're like oh that was so good so (laughs) right tentatively in order okay cautiously in order interstellar not cautious at all about this interstellar number one of all time without a doubt yeah interstellar movie what, what, what do you love so much? Let's kind of take it movie by movie. We'll, we'll kind of break it down. So Interstellar, so tell me about it. Cinematography, the um, just all the shots of this, the science that went into it, the theories of black holes that went into it, mm. you know, the top physicists saying that, well, I can't say top because I'm, I'm not a physicist. <laughs> but, not you know, all these, all these physicists saying how how accurate it was and then that even some college courses use this as a as like a depiction for so many different theories and things like that that's just so amazing to me that they had that much of a focus on the science of it um and then beyond that because i'm not a scientist or anything like that beyond that just it was sort of a simple story you know it wasn't a lot of plot twists or anything like that it was pretty straightforward but Mm -hmm. acting in it matthew mcconaughey and um I love me some Matthew McConaughey. Anna, uh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Right. yeah um, that, that one. That one's a must see if anyone yeah, hasn't seen it. Absolutely, uh, especially even alone, I'd say if you're not into sci-fi stuff, Matthew McConaughey's performance, 
especially when he gets back and he watches those videos of his kids. Man, oh, ooh, destroys me. That's always top notch, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right. So, especially so... in the Lincoln commercials. Oh, oh, oh. yes, my <laughs> favorite. Some of his best work. <laughs> Matt... Exactly. Someone's like, "Oh yeah, what's your favorite Matthew McConaughey performance?" Mm, Lincoln commercial two premiered on June twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. Ooh, he really Lord was just nailing it. The pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pool one was the best. All right. So, Interstellar. Uh, what else are we looking at? Tentatively number two, um, probably going to say Warrior. Now, this one a lot of people may not have seen. Um, have you? Have either of you seen it? It sounds know. super familiar. I have not seen it, but I, I, I'm, remind me, what, what is this movie? So Warrior is uh, it's about two MMA, or not, well, it's about, I guess, two brothers who are MMA fighters, and um, one of them was formerly a Marine, and the other is a school teacher, but they just kind of one. They were both pretty good wrestlers in high school, and they uh, this guy announces that there's a middleweight tournament, so like 185 pound, you know, whatever winner take all tournament for a million dollars or something like that. And these two brothers both secretly join this tournament and fight to the end, and they have to fight each other. And there's a lot of animosity between them because they grew up with divorced parents both one was with mom one was with the dad um got an 83 percent on rotten tomatoes came out in 2011 the the two brothers are joel edgerton and tom hardy oh okay yes yes Um, yes. i remember this movie coming out yeah yeah okay yeah it's 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 super dramatic and uh my brother isn't really that much of an athlete but if he was i could see me and him kind of doing the same thing not saying i'm ultra athletic either but (laughs) Just kind of the, the competitive nature. Animos- yeah, competitive between us. We don't have uh, the animosity there, but um, just a great movie. All right, yeah, it was, awesome. It's sweet. I will. I'll add that to my watch list right now. That sounds really good. Uh, all right. So oh, what, what do we? Uh, Jake needs to get on that. I will. I'll put it in. I'm sure it's probably on a uh, like an Amazon or something. All right. Yeah, it's on. I think it's on Amazon actually. Perfect. I'll I'll give it a watch sometime. All right. So uh, what uh, else? Probably a firm number three is up. Um, Oh, all right. Animated movie of all time. That beginning, that two minute clip where it shows the whole story of uh, what's her name? The best love story of all time. Is her name Ellie? Twilight series of all time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That whole scene and then just the whole thing after it with the talking dogs and uh, (laughs) Russell, the the Boy Scout. It's such a colorful, creative movie. Um, just like the, the color with the balloons going through this, through the street and then through the sky, and yeah, that was top notch for me. Number one animated movie of all time for me. Well, I enjoyed that's awesome. That. I, me too, me too. All right. <laughs> so, uh, do, you, do how far on the list do you have? Do you have down to five or up to three? Or I went to uh, I went to four. Four. So Perfect. Next one Let's do four. Is, uh, final one is Fight Club. Okay. Uh, everybody Great. knows Fight Club. What we yeah. talk about that one is yeah. It's I never saw anything like that coming at the end. The final twist. I'm not going to spoil this one, but right. the final twist was top notch twist of all time and you see kind of what uh man yeah, even, yeah. <laughs> i know yeah. yeah it's one of those movies yeah, you have to dance a, around yeah there's levels to it and it's just wow 
Yeah, Fight Club's really so good. So what I look for in the uh, so after the list, what I look for in, in film and things like that, I will I will recommend a movie to my friends and family if it is thought provoking and if it provides some level of joy. Now those okay. can those those aren't mutually exclusive. They don't have to both happen. They both they don't have to. They can just happen one at a time. Right. Something like American Sniper. I would not say that is joy providing. No, but, <laughs> no, but no. it really does make you think. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas something like Guardians of the Galaxy, some another recommendation of mine that has both. I mean, a little bit less thought provoking, but a lot more joy providing. Yeah. Mm, let's talk about that killer soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. For David, sure. I have the I have the CD that I have to give you still because I I bought it at Barnes and Noble one day. The day I saw that movie, I went out bought the soundtrack for a CD, which I haven't done. Honestly, probably since I was nine or ten years old. But you bought it. But I bought it. And then I got a car without a CD player. CD player. <laughs> I don't use it. I listen to it once on my computer, and then it's been sitting aside for a few days. <laughs> I, can see, I can see you on your computer and be like, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> now what? And now what I do I went do? on Spotify and got the exact same thing for free. Yeah. <laughs> It was like uh, I was trying right? to support this small indie company called Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Disney Corporation. Oh yeah, they're really they're really hurting for money right now. They were <laughs> struggling, so I thought I'd, I'd throw them a bone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So, all right, yeah. Uh, so those are the things you look for when you can recommend them. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming that yeah, like in. <laughs> Wow, I can't speak. Incredibles 2. Uh, I'm guessing that's more on the joy side as well. I... Oh, yeah. Much more on the joy side. <laughs> All right. So so uh, what, what does film mean to you? Where, where, do, where do you look for film? Like, when, when do you watch? I mean, I guess you kind of almost answered that with the last one, if you're looking for something thought-provoking or if it's joyful. But, uh, but... Yeah, anything. What I, love about, what I love about film in general is, you know, you're seeing a story through somebody else's perspective, and there's not many places in life where you can kind of do that at any time on a whim. And we're living in an age right now where it's just amazing that at any time, you know, we can go on our computers, we can go on our phones in this little computer we have in our pockets and look up, you know, or, I don't know, just watch a whole thing through somebody else's perspective, a whole different story that we never could have seen it before, a different part of the world, a different culture. And so that's what I'm, you know, that's that's so important for me. And I feel like it just kind of, makes people more open-minded to a lot of a lot more things mm-hmm. um, one especially is uh, what's that movie life of pi oh that my gosh a whole different culture <laughs> oh. man life we love life of pi on this podcast we've talked that, about life of pi like three weeks in a row now so this is perfect no i love always it always gets brought up i guess yeah no i it's love great. it it's phenomenal yeah that, but, I, saw, I saw life of pi it, like the first time I saw, I remember seeing the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, this movie looks boring. It looks like it sucks." And then I never saw it, right? But then I was on like, I was on like a plane. I was headed to like Florida or something, and this was before you could like choose your own movie. They only had like a pie playing. I was like, super bored. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just gonna watch this movie. And I didn't know if it was just like that I was that bored or if the movie was that good. But I realized that it was that movie that I was just like, I walked off of that plane. I was like holy crap what a movie like just completely amazing. you somehow leave that movie feeling enlightened like yes. your life just got a little bit better for real for real my gosh yeah that movie i need to rewatch it again because it just 
it, it moves me in a way that very few movies do. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to hear we have another Life of Pi fan on here. Woo! Let's see. You gotta watch in 4K. Oh yeah. The highest, the highest possible quality you can watch it. Or on the back of a plane. On the back of a plane seat too. Also works. (laughs) Apparently, or on a seven-inch, dirty, (laughs) Cheeto-crusted, seven-inch LCD screen where your the back of your head is getting kicked by the toddler behind you. It did. That is the that is the The, the best way. Magical there just speaks volumes to the greatness that is that film. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, do you, do you want to say anything else uh, before we move on? No, no I'm, I'm pretty much, I've said my piece on that. All right. Well, thank you for uh, sharing about your film experience. Woo! Now we're going to talk about a movie. Star. What's that? Sorry. Yeah. Thank you for my spotlight. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Always ready to share the spotlight. Always ready. <laughs> Until now, because we're doing bad movie of the week, BB. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, last year was no stranger to awful horror films. Uh, but none were quite as mysterious as Amityville The Awakening. A film that was supposed to come out in 2014, I believe. Um, then got pushed back to 2015, and I was like, oh. You may, want, you may want to explain Bad Movie of the Week to Alex. Oh, okay. It's not self-explanatory, but just Sorry. in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, we, we, we pick a bad movie uh, that we've seen, and we just kind of go through it. We spoil it, so if you don't want spoilers for Amityville The Awakening, um, you can... You can oh, I don't take mind it in the slightest. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's, a horror, it's a horror movie, so that Alex isn't Yeah, that. exactly, that's true. I picked a good one, actually, for this, so that way I, I don't have to feel too bad about spoiling it. But also, no one should watch this. Um, but if anyone does want to watch it, I guess it's not free anymore, but we'll get to that part of the story. Uh, so yeah, it was supposed to come out in 2014. They pushed it back uh, to 2015. 2015, was supposed to come out, didn't come out. Pushed it back to 2016. 2016, didn't come out, pushed it back to 2017, was supposed to come out in June of 2017, and like three days before it was supposed to be released, it got pushed again, but with no definitive date. So everyone's like, okay, what what's happening right now? Uh, basically, the rights to the film were sold, I believe, because they were owned by the Weinstein Corporation. When they went under and then they started to go bankrupt. Um, So they sold it to Google, I believe. And then Google released it on Google Play for free to anyone. Like, you can own it. It's not just like a stream. Like, you could, if you got it on the first day, it was yours for free. So I have this movie sitting in my Google Play store. I will never watch it again, but I own it for some reason. Um, Great, great. Great move. Yeah, they really they were really raking in the money with that one. Um, I don't know why, because the only people who were going to be interested in seeing this movie were the people who knew it was going to be trash and were probably going to rent it anyway, like me and Aaron. But instead, they just gave it to us for free and lost like the six dollars they would have made from both of us. So it's kind of a bad move on their part. But thankfully, uh, I didn't pay money to watch this atrocious movie. <laughs> Um, Bella Thorne is the lead. Bella Thorne 
I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she needs some work <laughs> on her acting. Um, in The Babysitter, uh, she's really good. Understood. Yeah, she has comedic chops. She's one of the funniest parts of The Babysitter, which was another uh, comedy horror movie uh, last year. Um, and I think she's she's pretty good in that. But this was shot in 2013, so anything she might have learned between 2013 and The Babysitter, it's not there. It's This is 2013 Bella Thorne. Um, so they move into the Amityville house, which, of course, is, is like this real tragedy that happened where this man murdered his family, and it's really exploitative that they've made so many movies off of, like, this real tragedy, and they're like, but there's ghosts in the house. Spooky. And it's like, not really spooky, more tragic and completely sad, but whatever movie, I'll, I'll follow you for this. And it's like, okay. So we're going, and it's like, oh, Jennifer Jason Lee, she's a really great actress. Um, she's not good in this. Um... She so they have a brother that is on life support for some reason, and the mom sells her soul to the devil to keep her son alive. Just doesn't seem like a plausible idea or even a good one, uh, but she does that, and uh, the son gets possessed. And so it's mostly a, like a movie about, oh, does Bella Thorne hear this or is she crazy? But not in a good way, not in like a, a hereditary kind of way where you're like, oh, this is spooky. But more in like the way that like the movie's telling you everything that's happening. There's no thinking for yourself. Here's a dumb movie. Um, the CGI is really bad. At one point, and this is... By far the worst part of the movie, and one of the most ill-conceived things I think I've ever seen, where the kid who's paralyzed and on life support uh, gets up and begins going through the motions of how the Amityville incident actually happened. Like, he's going to kill his family the same way the guy really killed his family. And I'm like... Did no one think this was a bad idea? This is an awful what? idea. It's so bad. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so, I don't know. I, this is the only Amityville movie I've seen. So, I don't How know. many are there? Like nine. I don't know. Aaron's watched all of them. This is like a direct sequel. It kind of ignores everything else, I guess. So, it was kind of like, okay, you can jump in and be like, whatever. You, you know what's going on. But, like, the Amityville, most people, if you're into horror, know what that is. Um, but for some reason, there's, like, a salt circle around the house <laughs> that keeps the demons out. I don't understand salt that. Salt circle. A salt circle. Like, it's, like, like table salt? I think so. Now, I thought you were going to mention how it's a lot like the uh, sea bear circle in Spongebob. That you draw I mean, the circle around yourself and the sea bear can't get you? I, I'm more afraid of sea rhinoceroses. So. <laughs> yeah, your undergarments for those, though. But that's I'm a different not, thing. Yes. Um, so apparently demons are like sea bears. And if they see a circle, they're like, nah, nah, I'm not messing with that circle, all right? I've seen one too many circles to know that I'm not messing with that one. So that's demons, apparently. 
so she so Bella Thorne this is another really I just don't it's like so black-hearted like it's so ruthless and not in like a weird way not in like the normal horror way where she picks up the crippled brother who is demon possessed puts him on the ground and drags him over the salt circle effectively killing him (laughs) and it's like killing the demon or killing the both (laughs) both the demon's dead but she killed her crippled brother and i'm like oh my god by dragging him over salt yeah and like the whole movie she's like he's such a burden on this family and it's like, oh my god, it's oh, oh. it's awful. It's so bad. And I don't know if maybe there was like a point or maybe a message somewhere at one point, a moral, but they just lost it along the way. Part of me thinks there wasn't a moral and they just wanted another Amityville movie. And they're like, it's already pretty, uh, pretty heartless that we're making movies based off of this tragedy in the first place. Let's just make it more heartless and have her kill a crippled kid. So that's Amityville The Awakening. A bad movie that I hate. What a movie that I will never see. Yeah, it's free. If you want to watch it, I'll give you the Google Play. (laughs) Oh my god, it's awful. Alright, so let's move on to The Fault in Your Stars. This is, of course, the segment where we take a good review for a bad movie, or a bad review for a good movie. We take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and then we toss it out there and have the other two try and guess what movie we're talking about. This week, David, you've got the reviews again. Ooh, I am all about the reviews. Tell me what you got. So I have a four-star movie, Alex. So that means that this movie is actually a bad movie. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Um, just seeing this movie for the first time. He's and... doing. <laughs> I'm guessing it's it's actual numbers because you just yeah, made four with your four. fingers. Okay. And okay. Then, and then letter N and think that this is an enjoyable movie to watch. Dot 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 dot. It's got a good cast of actors and actresses throughout the movie. I think that, and then blah, blah, blah. I think the actors and actresses, (laughs) he mentions all of them. Even this one actress plays a good role in part throughout the movie. Dot, 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 dot. I think that the director of this action adventure kids, action slash adventure slash kids slash family slash science slash spy slash (laughs) (laughs) movie has done a good job of directing this movie mm-hmm. because you never know what to expect throughout the movie. This dot, 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 dot. There's no, there's, this is one run on sentence. <laughs> I think that Brendan. Okay. <laughs> Brendan Fraser's in it. We know that now. <laughs> what other actor you know named Brendan? He's good at the lead role throughout the movie. Dot, 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 dot. I think that the director has made a good use of the 3D effects throughout the movie. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> I think that this is a good movie for 2008. Da, 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 da. I think that the special effects throughout the movie were really good. Oh my god, make it end. <laughs> da, 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 da. It, it's got a good soundtrack throughout this movie. Da, 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 da. I think that the special effects throughout the movie were really good throughout this movie. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I think that this actor was really good throughout the movie and the love interest for this actor. <laughs> 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 
I think the special effects throughout this movie were really good throughout the movie. That's the third time. <laughs> Don't worry, again, I think the special effects throughout this movie were really good. That's four. I think the boat chase was really good throughout the movie. There's a third boat chase. This, this movie is only a boat chase, I, I guess. <laughs> I think that this actor was good as the nephew throughout this movie. Da, 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 da. I think that this is a good sci slash fi slash fantasy movie to watch. Oh my god. It's got a good cast throughout this movie. Dot, 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 dot. It's still going. So someone did a big line of coke and decided they wanted to write a review. How much longer is this? I don't think. I think I might die. Uh, last one. I'll okay. Skip the last one. Okay. I think that. Well, dot 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 dot. Okay, of I course. Think that this is an enjoyable movie for 2008. It's got a good cast throughout the movie. I think that it's an enjoyable movie to watch. It's such a good family movie to watch. What, what movie do you guys think this is? It's gotta be. It's gotta be the Mummy Part Two. I. See, I, I, I think I have one as well. I think it might be Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, it's the nephew. It's the nephew that you got caught It's the nephew the that got that's... me. Oh, my God. Oh, you're right, Jay. Oh, my God. That might be the <laughs> worst. You need to send me a picture of that because that might be the worst thing we've ever read on this podcast. <laughs> That is Gary, so thank bad. Thank you, Gary T. Thank you, Gary T. For that wonderful. Um, you like ellipses, like too much. You use too many ellipses. You need to work on that. All right. Well, that is the fault in your stars, um, guys. This has been episode one hundred and six of Reboot already underway. Uh, Alex, thank you again for joining us uh, on this Absolutely. episode. Uh, would you like to, yeah? Uh, would you like to tell the audience where they can find you if you if you want them to follow you on Twitter? Or? Yeah, so my Twitter is at teamy13. That's my last name. So at t h i e m e thirteen. All right, definitely do that. Uh, and uh, if you want to follow David around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. That's dbex with two s's, fifteen on Twitter. If you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken at Tumblr.com. He actually just posted a review for The Incredibles 2, so you can go on there and read that. That's a good review. I'm surprised uh, he, he, he's, he's writing something. He won't listen to this. He won't know. He's going to listen to this. He's going to be like, oh, you're surprised I'm writing? And I'm like, sorry. Uh, if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at uh, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr, Jake Lace on Letterboxd. You can go and read my mini reviews for movies there. And if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at RebootArtyUnderway at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us there. Uh, also on Twitter, you can uh, find us at RebootArtyUnderway, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review if you're liking what we're saying. And, of course... Since Aaron's not here, I gotta close out the show with his immortal catchphrase. So guys, thank you for listening. Alex, thank you for joining us again. And guys, don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man. I have to. I have to. He's not here. He's not here. I have to do it.